0: Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary.
1: Hi, I'm Yusuf Dal, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country, like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurman. And it's since been used to deny housing to all people. But because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit ThurmanAmendment.org to learn more.
0: A message from the Fable and Folly Network.
2: Facing Fate, Season 2, Shadows, Episode 6, Trapped. No sound goes, but the entire room shines this iridescent light. Like it's emitting from this one location and spreading out and covering the walls around you.
3: Well, shit. Um, Did it seem like the doors... I mean, everything was already locked anyway, so it's essentially just a weird bright light everywhere.
2: Yes, and it looks like it's almost like it's like crawling up the walls and covering the ceiling.
3: Like lasers or like something I have never seen before?
2: Something you've never seen before.
3: Huh. I mean, I think, honestly, there's probably a moment when I'm just looking at this crazy thing that i have never seen before i mean hopefully i continue to grab the keys um sure. and and have those and um will look at those to see if there's something
2: as you are not stunned but watching this light spread across the room and you look to the keys you see quite a few on there one that looks like a smaller lockbox. you hear footsteps coming down the hall and towards your location
3: Okay, I mean, I'm just going to move to the side. She can't see me. Um, and I have some keys, so that might work for that cabinet. Um, so I'm just going to kind of move out of the way. I will have the keys, but I won't, like, you know, dangle them in front of me so they're floating in space or anything. Keep them subtly okay. subtly down, so hopefully she doesn't notice anything. And I'm going to stay and watch. I want to see what she does and also... You know, if she's concerned that someone's broken in and I'm assuming this thing is very valuable and powerful, maybe she's going to check on it.
2: You hear the footsteps get closer to the door and then like almost kick it in. And you see her enter. She's holding a large shotgun. It sounds like as she's walking down, she's loading it up and then cocks the gun as she enters and says, All right, ghosty, I know you're in here. Come out, come out wherever you are. She closes the door behind her.
3: Well, I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) But I think for now, I'm still just going to stay still. So she knows I'm here. I don't know if she can see me. I don't know if she can, like, I don't know what her abilities are. And I'm already dead. So I'm just going to chill.
2: You see her kind of hum and walk about the room. She does move to close the door behind her, then goes behind the counter and reaches her hand out, not to where the keys were, um, but underneath another area. And you see her pull out what you could describe as like night vision goggles. And she moves to put them on her head. And we go back out to Reynolds who has just walked up to the front of the building. You see across the street, as Dayune has passed by you, the three Fey people who she pointed out to you. They've walked across the street and are now walking back up and towards you, all kind of looking to each other, talking, loud laughing. And um, as you're trying to just blend in, as Dayun was trying to do, one of them catches your eye. Like, you look to them, you know, side glance, one of them locks eyes with you and begin walking towards you. Uh, I would like to use my all-seeing move,
4: and that means I have a vision about the situation
2: at hand. As you lock eyes with this fay, you, almost like you're trying to rush things along, you flash into the store. Uh, I want to know if Mahira's gonna find the orb or not. And you see her standing at gunpoint with the same woman you saw holding the orb in your vision with Belinda. Your vision kind of speeds ahead where Mahira is trying to get away. Do I know from this vision, like, how... Far ahead, that is. So you see her gunpoint, and then she's trying to get away. You don't see specifically an orb. So your question, does she get the orb, looks like a no. Okay. But as for time frame, you don't... I don't think you know. Uh, All right.
4: I don't think she's going to get the orb, and these fey types are making
2: their way towards me. They're within about 20 feet of you, and one of them speaks up and says, Hello! Hello! Uh hi. Nice day, isn't it? Sure is. You uh new in town? Ye, no. We are long time residents. Oh okay. Where do you guys live? Uh down. Down. One of them kind of nudges. Down 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 sh- the street. Oh, down the street. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Where are you from? I live over on Queen Street. Oh, Queen Street. Very nice. I went once to see the Queen. Oh, no. No, no. The, the Queen
4: doesn't... Are you sure you're from here? It doesn't really sound like you know. All the time. Yes. Okay. Have a nice day.
2: Yeah, I guess I'll do that. They raise their hand for like a high five. No, thanks. They look to their friends and be like, hey, no, no, with the hand. Okay. Uh, okay. And then they begin to walk away.
4: As they kind of get past me, I want to go and like kick my car so hard that the alarm will come on.
2: You step out into the street and begin walking towards your car and you see a- another vehicle pulling in right behind it a little quick, but they stop quickly just before you see them put the car in park and they're like looking over to the store. They kind of look at you and then they shake their head and just like they're trying to psych themselves up. I'm going to time my
4: my kick on my car to when he
2: looks away and looks over at the store. You walk across the street, and uh, as this new person who's pulled up behind you is kind of looking over to the store, giving you kind of a weird vibe, you kick your car, and the alarm begins to sound. The person in the car, panicked, looks up. Did you just hit my car? You see the blood, like, drain from his face, and he's, like, wide-eyed. He just shakes his head and, like, backs up and, like, peels out.
4: Dude, you gotta...
5: Did anybody see that? Oh, maybe. Oh. Huh? Is, is maybe oh, is that for me? Um, well, we never talked about that. I'm listening for help. I'm listening for run. Um this is maybe um maybe I'll just like yeah, okay. And as Diane's muttering to herself, she kind of walks back up to the front of the building and like pokes her head around the side to try to catch Reynolds' eye to be like, everything okay?
4: (laughs) And Reynolds gives her the, like, not good sign.
0: The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Civilized and Realms of Peril and Glory. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus.
2: Inside, the shop owner pulls these goggles on and is facing towards the back of the store as she puts them over her face. Mahira, you're standing relatively close to the store owner. She slips them over her eyes and, like, flicks a switch and begins turning through the building, far side first, and almost like she's, like, slowly scanning through
3: I'm going to try and stay out of her line of vision. Like, if she's turning around, I'm going to be like... Because I don't want to lose the keys. Like, if we're thinking that orb has something to do with the end of the world, I don't want to just give up. I know she can, she can, can, she's going to be able to see me, it sounds like, but what's she going to do? Like,
2: I'm dead. She begins scanning through the room and gets to a point where she's almost halfway through You're trying to move quietly behind her, very very cautious of the jangling keys that you hold in your hand. And as she gets almost three-quarters of the way through, you hear an alarm go out front.
4: Did you just hit my car?
2: The woman storms to the front, removes the headpiece, and peeks through the small slats. You've avoided being detected at this moment. She's looking across the street. Fuck.
3: I'm going to just try and, like, real quick open that door and get back through.
2: You move over and try and open the door. As you go to reach this light that is all around this room, your hand touches it, and you see it. You feel it. It's like nothing you've felt in years it's like a static electric shock that runs through your arm and it's painful.
3: Um, I mean, I think I pull back right away and it's probably even more shocking because I haven't really felt anything in years. So, um, yeah, it it is alarming and probably um, very frightening and maybe that would also help kind of propel me to this sort of more erratic, like irrational state because like first that vampire saw me. Now this thing is touching me like I'm dead. Why can people see me and hurt me and what is happening?
2: You recoil from this light that has caused you this pain and then you hear from behind you, there you are. You turn around and the woman has the shotgun pointed directly at you. Uh, Dion, uh, you went and got a no-good signal. Where did you go from there?
5: I think I stood there and I went, I went, what? No good? Do I go back? And I'm gesturing and I'm trying to, like, whisper-yell at him. Do I go back? Should I knock on the door? What? And I've got my arms in the air like, what?
4: And yeah, I, I, I point back at Dayun and I say, like, yeah, knock on the door.
5: I've I point back. I I do the knocking signal. And I knock on the door.
4: Yeah, yeah. Knock okay. on the door. Okay, okay. Like real hard.
5: I go to the front and I, and I like hammer on the door. Um, excuse me. Is anyone in there? I need to use a phone. And I look back at Reynolds and I go, yeah. And I shrug. out.
2: You see, as you as you do that, you see this odd glowing light. Not really bright, but it's consistent.
5: I see a shiny light inside. And I bang on the door again. Excuse me, I think I know that there's someone in there. I need some help, please.
2: Inside, the woman has a shotgun pointed directly at you. And then there's this loud banging at the door. And you hear Diune trying to draw the attention. And this woman looks directly at you. And says, what are you doing here?
3: Well, I'm... I don't know. I think I'm trying to stop the end of the world. You gonna kill me for that?
2: (laughs) You trying to stop the end of the world? What do you need to stop the end of the world at mean, aside from all these guns, but you got keys in your hand. You don't break into a gun shop and steal keys, especially a ghost. What do you want? What are you here for?
3: How can you see me?
2: Hmm. You walked into the wrong shop, my dear. Name's Centoio. I hunt ghosts for a living.
3: Shit. I did walk into the wrong shop.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So what are you stealing? Before I light you up. Send you to the real afterlife.
3: Well. I guess there's no point in doing anything but... Telling the truth?
2: Nice start.
3: So my friend can see the future.
2: Off to a roaring... Roaring star.
3: You don't believe that. You believe in ghosts. You believe you are a ghost hunter. You know any vamps? You know they're real, right?
2: Uh Uh-huh. Sure do.
3: But you you don't know anyone who can see the future?
5: That's unbelievable. That's a bridge too far. Mm Okay, this this isn't working. Maybe I should uh, start to yell things like, I'm going to call the police. Or, like, I have to pee real bad. Or, like, what other reasons do people come to the door? Oh, um, have you met Jesus? I always open my door for those people. They are so kind.
4: They are the kindest.
2: Is that your friend that can see the future?
3: Well... Not that. No. Mm. No, she's something else.
2: Sounds like it. Facing Fate. Season 2. Shadows. Episode 6. Trapped. With your game master, Russ Moore, and players, Amy Moore, Carla Maxted, and Tom Laird. Production and sound design by Russ Moore. Theme music by Eli McElveen. All other music and sound effects can be found at EpidemicSound.com and BoomLibrary.com. Game played is Urban Shadows by Magpie Games. Find out more at MagpieGames.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Christian Brown, Darylith, Devin Michaels, Gabriel Lynch, Jacob Madden, Jessica Babiak, Catwater Flame, Mark Hartless, and Stevie. Join today at Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast to receive early access and over 50 hours of bonus content from the Dumb Dragons Productions crew. Thank you, and we'll be talking to you soon. A Dumb Dragons Production.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
2: Sure I can't get you a drink? Uh, I... Um...
5: They'd had a moment, hadn't they? That afternoon when Garrett had smiled just like this, warm-eyed
3: and amused in a way that made Tony want another cigarette, but also want to
5: step forward and... Hey, Kate, what
3: are you writing? Ah!
5: New text post on Thursday, May 21st.
3: Title. Why you should be watching Selkirk.
5: So, Selkirk fandom, who wants to read my 5,000 word essay Garrett last name, Secret Werewolf? I'm Kate, by the way. They kiss? I think I lucked out when I found Selkirk, because if I'd
3: loved something else, I would have made friends, and I would have been able to read a ton of great stories. But this way i met you
5: me and day you a new story about love and fandom from the procyon podcast network